And welcome to the latest episode of Nerds Amalgamated. With me, we once again have the amazing Talia. Morning. How are you going? Oh, look, it's stunning to be back. I hope I can live up to the high expectations that I've set myself. How are you going? <laughs> I'm, I'm fantastic. And I'm sure you, 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 you can't do any worse than the other person we have with us, which is uh, the DJ. Hey, guys. And unfortunately, once again, the professor is being a part-timer. He, apparently, he's sick. <laughs> I'm, I'm now the professor's replacement. I think you'll find that um, as everyone in this team gets sick, we just start replacing them with people from other podcasts on the network. I could, I could actually work with that. DJ, you're, being, you're going to be sick next week, but I don't know who we're going to have replacing you. Oh. oh, gosh, who could we get to replace DJ? Um... <laughs> there's, a, there's a gecko that runs across my fly screen on a regular basis. <laughs> Maybe you could ask him to talk. <laughs> he actually joins us in some of the podcasts. You hear him clicking occasionally <laughs> when he's not chasing moths. But, yes, um, unfortunately, the professor can't be with us, but we'll continue on and have fun. Um, first up this week is the... Weird type of zirconium, that's a neutron sponge, which was an article I was reading during the week, and I, I just found it really cool. Um, Tell me about this weird kind of zirconium. Okay. Um, with When you start looking at the isotopes and so forth for all molecules and so forth, and you're looking at the neutrons and electrons, etc., there's a limit to how many of them how, like how many each of them get. So, and then you have the different types. So this one here is called zirconium 88, and it's broken the record for how many neutrons it actually absorbs. So it's yeah, it's breaking the rules and doing stuff that it's not supposed to. But it's not a naturally occurring one either. So yes, um, it's irradiated form of zirconium 88 which it then starts absorbing other neutrons and becomes another isotope, zirconium-89. So it's... It's an unstable uh, isotope. Yes. It breaks down to a higher... Oh, you were saying um, Talia? No, so it's, it's an isotope that breaks down to an isotope with a higher number of electrons. I, I, I remember neutrons. very little about chemistry. Yeah, it's in the article. One of the inter- interesting parts is one of the comments that goes: "Zirconium-88 is one of the weirdo neutron poor isotopes that constantly hungers for rather than radiate subatomic particles." Okay. So, yeah, it, it it it's literally a sponge. Instead of, like, um, instead of losing a neutrons like a normal isotope should in yes. when when it radiates, yeah. it, it gathers them. Yes, and there's only one other isotope, which was xenon-135, which is known to be better at capturing neutrons. Uh, so what we've essentially done is pushed chemistry to the limit and not quite sure why we've done that, but yay, we've <laughs> done it. Um, it's something that they've been working on for quite a while. Like They've been playing around with it, trying to work out what's going on, and it's yeah, the Michigan State University. So, yeah, they play with a lot of rare isotope beams and so forth. And maybe by doing something like this, they'll generate a new element for the periodic table. And then they'll have to rewrite the whole song. The song? You haven't heard the song for the periodic table? Not. 
I was singer, but I'm not that good a singer. That's so valid. <laughs> That's okay. How uh, many years has it been though for the periodic table to be to be made out? Was it um, 100, 150 years or something this this year now? I actually put up a shared a post on Facebook there the other day, um, actually celebrating the growth of the periodic table. Um, it goes back centuries, like three three hundred years of element discovery. So yeah, and we'll include a link to the fantastic periodic table song for those who want up. Oh, the DJ's already got it there as well. Yeah, it's yeah. When you try to remember massive amounts of information like this, it's good to learn them in little songs because then you can recall it easily. So yeah, not a, not a, a groundbreaking and earth shattering story for me. I'm sorry, but yeah, it was kind of fun. I enjoyed it. It's wonderful. And now we are more enlightened about the world in which we live. And it's the world's adding something. Last time we had you on here, we were talking about bad stuff. But now we're talking about positive things. Yeah, see, we're only doing positive things today. Mm. That's it. I try to only be positive. It's the Here's energy the, uh... that we carry with us into 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some more information, guys, about Zirconium 88. So... That's interesting. So it's got it's a half life of eighty three point four days mm-hmm. to yttrium eighty eight. It's a really short, like in the grand scheme of things, that's actually a really short half life. Radiated substance. Yeah. Huh. And you can order some, but through crimp through crimp sealed glass vials, and a special order. Yeah, no, I'm and... good. I really need <laughs> like I don't really need to buy irradiated substances. I want cancer. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not have the um, CIA and NSA tracking me. <laughs> um, speaking of which, DJ, yeah, you're not ordering any because, yeah, we, we will we'll need another hosting. <laughs> so, like, the amount of superhero movies that start with radiation? <laughs> it's just too many. <laughs> There's just too many. Yeah, but it's all different types of radiation. you got to get that one specific type right. of radiation. You're right. One that comes from like spiders and stuff. Well, it, see, the the spider itself was special to start with, and then it was hit with a special radiation that took it over to the next level. And same with the Hulk. You got to get the right gamma rays and have mm-hmm. the right genetic mutation injected into you as a child. As a child. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, didn't you know that? Um, part of his backstory is his father conducted experiments. Huh. To create super soldiers when he was a child. So, okay. in one of the many reimaginations of the Hulk somewhere along the line, that was one of the stories. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I think that was also featured in the um in in the not to be spoken about Hulk movie. I don't know. It wasn't that bad. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. It was yeah, one of Aaron. the least hippie movies. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that. <laughs> no, no Robert Downey Jr. appearances. Well, I don't mind Robert Downey Jr. It, it actually had, but it had Bruce, it had um, Eric Banner in there doing pretty well. Yeah. I thought yeah. he was good. Better than the person who replaced him. Oh, yeah, Ruffalo. Yeah. No, no, no. Ruffalo's not bad, but there was that, oh, that, that um, there was the other mistake. Oh, Ed Norton. <laughs> yes. I wasn't going to say his name. Ed um, Norton's but, a good guy. It was just a bad movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, he's always weird. He's just one of those weird people for a lot of characters he plays. And it's always, yeah, just unnerving. He's a professional weirdo. (laughs) DJ, we found a friend for you. (laughs) 
I, I don't know. Ed Norton, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's uh, I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> uh, I was just saying now, when the mics are on, when they're off, we'll, we, we know where you're going. <laughs> um, but maybe we should move along. Um, talking about superheroes that have been irradiated or whatever, you were going to tell us about Venom 2 being confirmed. Yeah, so after after so much success with the um, recent Venom movie, Sony is uh, Sony has announced they're making progress towards a sequel. Yeah. Uh, oh, this will be good. I I'm excited for this sequel to, to be coming out. So the reports been coming out that Sony has made negotiations with Venom screenwriter Kelly Marcel to return for Venom two. Um, she might also take the um, executive pre- executive producer role for the sequel and top. And that Tom Hardy will return as Eddie Brock. And um, Jeff Pinker is going to be interested. Yeah, he's um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, we will. Unfortunately, though, for this Venom movie, we're going to get a very different director because the current director for Venom, Ruben uh, Flesher, I'm going to get so I'm going to get crucified for this name. Um, He's Working on Zombieland Two, which is coming out in October. Okay. So I'm just trying to work out why Venom's chasing a teddy bear. Because uh, that's Winnie the Pooh. Oh, worst movie reviews. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was just but, scrolling down and they had Venom looking all excited to see Winnie the Pooh for lunch. I I didn't see Christopher Robin, so I'm I can't it, look if if Christopher Robin was as good as Venom, uh, Christopher Robin's a movie worth watching. I'm of yeah, the opinion I, I that Venom was a admit, good movie. I enjoyed watching Venom. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. You are of the correct opinion. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw it before the professor and Buck saw it. Like, I, I was there at the premiere. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you, you, you chase after Marvel. <laughs> hey, what can I say? It's a good. Hey, what can I say? Marvel's been a staple of mine for a long, long time, so. Nice. I, I've watched the old X-Men cartoons. I've watched the old Spider-Man cartoons and like, yeah. maybe we should just let it go now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of worried though with the, with, with the, getting a new director for Venom because. But there's lots of different um, franchises where they do have a different director for each movie. And it actually helps to add something to each movie. So it's got, it's got, got extra character. Because otherwise they could become stagnant. Like yeah. you look at the James Bond movies; every single James Bond movie, it's all it's it's not the same director for two movies in a row. I don't think so. It's always fresh and energetic, and they all go for it their hardest to try and make sure that they're doing well and keeping the franchise going. Yeah, but uh, uh, been, that franchise has been going for how many decades now? Oh, I think. 30 years 60s, now? So yeah. 40, 50 years? Yeah. But I'm worried more about, like, because recently they, they came out that uh, with the Guardians of the Galaxy, now that James Gunn's been kicked out of um, Marvel, it, there, there's been word going around that the um, director for Step Brothers might come in and direct the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, well. mm, and I'm okay. going, no, why? <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh- there's, there's always going to be times when they fail. But, hey, it could be worse. It could be the people who were behind the original idea for Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, you mean Bruckheimer? No, 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 before Bruckheimer. 
the original movie for Pirates of the Caribbean, the, the original script, yeah, was adamantly torn up and rejected and burnt by Bruckheimer. Um, the original script was going to follow the ride because they didn't want to make it scary. They wanted to make it like the ride at, at Disneyland. So that was it was going to just, yeah, it was going to be all kinds of wrong. Uh. And then they asked Jerry Bruckheimer to produce it. He took a look at the script. He tore it up and burnt it. And he told them if they want him to be involved, he was going to have a new script written that would be more appropriate. And we ended up with the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. So, yeah. Oh, okay. It, it could have been a bunch of weird-looking pirates going, yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum, which is oh. right at Disneyland. Which, didn't they do that with um, Gina Davis? The uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Um... No, no, no. She made a pirate movie that was basically similar to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I think she might have, but... Um... I'd give it a look. Tyler, you got anything to add in? Not really. Y'all seem to got you 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 got this covered. Um I kind of lost interest in a lot of Marvel stuff. Um like I saw a thing a while back that was like um all of the things you should be looking forward to regarding movies in 2019 and it was just all like Disney films and I was like, wow. That's we this is about this last time you were here and we were, we were a bit nervous. <laughs> like we're both looking forward to John Wick. Yeah, we're yeah. Hoping, hoping England and Europe are going to come and save us with some. <laughs> oh, um. By the way, um, Buck, it was Cutthroat Island. Yeah, that was a pr- that was a pretty that was actually a pretty bad movie. <laughs> I was a lot. Of, it was a it was a a funny laugh, but yeah, that was so wrong. Yeah, so many. Like it it flopped. This is this is one time when Rotten Tomatoes and I actually kind of agree <laughs> it, it, to make matters even worse there's even a uh there was even a game a super nintendo game called cutthroat island yeah i think they f- they forgot about the fact that it was a pirate movie and focused more on the love story uh don't they all <laughs> don't most don't most pirate movies do that nowadays no like you got robin hood well not pirate Hood has always been about the love story people just kind of throw other stuff in um, have you watched Black Sails? It's on my two watch list, but I haven't gotten there yet. It's it's not much of a love story. It's pretty gruesome. Hmm. But yeah, so I, I'm, I would love to see. By the way, for the um, Venom movie, I think we've been straying off the topic. Um, I would love to see a Spider-Man cameo, just to nah, ju- just. Let's not ruin a good thing. It was going. It's going well without Spider-Man. If we're going to have a cameo, let's have the man himself. Mr. Lee, have have have, a, have something there for him. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's a definite. But as far as Spider Man in there, that was one of the things I liked about the the Venom movie was the fact that he wasn't in there. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But moving on, before mm-hmm. I offend too many people, um, yeah, that was quite a controversial point to end on there. Sorry about it. Um, you've got some news for us about the games. Yeah, look, um, I'm here with that hot, hot gaming news. Uh, In late January, you can look forward to uh, Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out on consoles near you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But wait, it really depends. It really depends on like what you're looking for, because like I think Kingdom Hearts is more all round 
like you can jive with it, whereas Resident Evil is more of a like a cult thing. Oh yeah. yeah. It's interesting though how King how, like how long has it been since the last Kingdom Hearts game we finally get this game? Oh gosh, when let me just Google when was the last Kingdom Hearts game. Like uh, I mean like after Kingdom Hearts 2, then you had so many variations of the game like was it Kingdom Hearts um Birth by Sleep, I think it was called at one stage. God. The original Kingdom Hearts was 2002. Kingdom Hearts 2 was 2005. Wow. Okay, let's go to the Wikipedia that says list of Kingdom Hearts media. For for all those that are wanting to plan their retirement now and you're only in your 20s, (laughs) Kingdom Hearts 4 will probably come out just as you're about to look at retiring. So something to look forward to. Sorry, can we can we just talk about the progression of Kingdom Hearts here? It goes Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Coded, Kingdom Hearts Mobile, Kingdom Hearts 358 slash two days, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts 3D, Dream Drop Distance, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix, Kingdom Hearts X, Kingdom Hearts HD 2.5 Remix, the Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. I, look, I have, this is some Homestuck level of bullshit right here. <laughs> I'm glad you said not me. it's just like you want you want to be you want to make your content easy to follow but you've got like a 2.8 in there where do you even get 2.8 as a number (laughs) all of a sudden i'm incredibly passionate about just this i think someone was on too much of a bender with pizza um Asahi beer. Over, over, over caffeinated drinks. Possibly some Asahi. I don't know. It has, um, it has some sort of like Red Bull like tequila thing going on. They'd had about four hours worth well, of sleep America, in about got... two weeks. And they were like, do you know what we should do? We should call it 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. <laughs> exactly. I, I know they've still got jolts and drinks like that in America. Which are like yeah. super highly caffeinated cola, which you'd also get in an orange flavor, which is kind of strange. But um, yeah, I can I can see excessive amounts of sleepless nights, excessive amounts of caffeine, excessive amounts of junk food mixed in with sushi, and I don't know. Someone was hallucinating when they came up with that idea. The thing is, like Kingdom Hearts fans are ruthless. Like they just stick to that shit. If you're a Kingdom Hearts fan. You're a Kingdom Hearts fan for life. Like I don't, I don't follow Kingdom Hearts personally, but I, but I know people who are, and mm-hmm. just oh, and, you and just bought them a mile off. Just for the record, we're pretentious. not picking on the fans here. We're just picking on the name. It's not that they're pretentious. It's just the fact that, like, you know, when you have that bit of content that you just stick to forever, and like I've got that kind of content. Like for me, um, ah. Uh, I think like a couple years for, uh, a couple years ago for me like it was Doctor Who like I've got very strong opinions on Doctor Who but I feel like it's kind of like if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan you're a Kingdom Hearts fan for life like you can never let go of the Kingdom Hearts. So um because you, you, you're such a Doctor Who fan 
are you sold on the new Doctor being a, a lady? <laughs> I haven't watched it. I haven't, oh, I haven't watched anything so, yeah. past the end of Matt Smith. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. That was the, the the professor was wasn't sold on whether or not the new Doctor was actually a female. Apparently, <laughs> until we watched a couple of episodes. I like. I've I've straight up been told that I look like Jodie Whittaker, and like that's the only reason I think I would watch the new series because I think. Stephen Moffat kind of ruined because Matt Smith is my favorite doctor. Um, okay. And I think Stephen Moffat ruined what Matt was trying to achieve. Portray. Yeah. Um, especially once they got rid of the ponds and Clara kind of took over and there was all that like post pond trauma. It just, it didn't drive with oh. me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, was... It, was, it, it was like, he was trying to be a new doctor without kicking Smith out. And then Smith was like, no, I'm leaving. And Moffat was like, you know what? That's fair and valid. I'm leaving with you. What a selfless act. Yeah. See, for me, like I'm, I'm a, I'm I'm a huge fan of some of the, the much older content. So yeah, like I go back to the original. I remember watching that on TV as a kid with William Hartnell. Showing your age a bit. Uh, It was, it was reruns, but yeah. Um, Tom Baker was always cool. I think I'm not sure if it was the scarf or the fedora he used to wear, the, the hat. I know I still want to get myself an overcoat and a hat like that. Everyone does. Baker yeah, was just cool. He 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 is a doctor who brought class and mm. style to how he dressed. Um, um, not to not, not to not to sound like one of those people and I say this knowing full well that I've watched maybe two episodes of Capaldi's run and I didn't personally enjoy Capaldi's doctor but mm-hmm. Peter Capaldi has personally given me a jelly bean so well done yeah. <laughs> nice we we actually had um a cosplayer at Supernova came up to the TNC booth cosplaying the Jodie Whittaker doctor yeah there were a lot of them and I have to say, the one that came up looked really, really cool. Um, we've actually got a photo of her on our Facebook page. And, yeah, I couldn't resist asking the professor, are you sure you're sold now? <laughs> and, I, yeah, I got into a bit of trouble for that one. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think we're straying a bit of topic. But you know what's the, we're straying a bit of topic on um, the, with the gaming? You're, the other crazy thing with this year besides Kingdom Hearts 3 finally being released, it's a whole lo- whole load of remastered games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not so much this year. That was, that was, they started last year. It's just, but these are, like, they're making these games playable again on newer consoles. So I don't mind that because there's games that I used to play back years ago that I would love to be able to play again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like the original Resident Evil games were always fun. Yeah. Although the bright side with Resident Evil coming out is that we don't see a, a bucket load of trailers, unlike Kingdom Hearts 3. How many trailers there have been? Like 10 or 20 of them? The amount of merch that is currently out for a game that hasn't even been released yet. Like, you can buy Keyblades. You can buy, like, different styles of Keyblades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I got an idea. For the next Kingdom Hearts, maybe they should have Kevin Hart and The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we talking about Kingdom Hearts 4? Are we talking about Kingdom Hearts Death by Whatever? <laughs> King, 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 Kingdom, the last 
epilogue. Like King, Kingdom Hearts, the cops go to the jungle. I don't know. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. I, King, I don't know. Kingdom like, Hearts two. Uh, Kingdom Hearts three point two. Eat the rich. Something like that. Yeah. I um. Because Kevin Hart's just jumping into any movie he can get, and <laughs> so the, the rock, rock is just <laughs> the the rock is just chasing anything. Like they joke about like uh, people would go to the opening of an envelope. He just hears that someone's filming and he turns up. Mostly same though. So yeah, I reckon we could have Kevin Hart and the Rock <laughs> making special guest appearances in the next Kingdom Hearts. The the, the cops go to the jungle or something, eating yes. the rich. But Square Enix is, I love that you just went with Eat the Rich, but like Square Enix is French, isn't it? These are Japanese. Square Square Enix. They've got studios all around the place. And the French have have a history of eating the rich. Yes, they do. But my my question was more like, what if we just kicked David Cage uh, out of, um, what's that? What's that studio he runs? Quantum Break or whatever? No, not Quantum Break. Um. It's a Japanese guys for the uh, Square Enix, by the way. Oh, unfortunate. David Cage, he oh. is Quantum Dream. Oh, Quantic Dream. Dream. So, like, okay, what if what if we just had The Rock and Kevin Hart turn up to the Quantic Dream Studios? We just do some stuff with them, and bam, they're in the next like whatever Disney game that comes out. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with David Cage. Actually, no. Can I get? Uh, a game made by Quantic Dream that is just about destroying David Cage. <laughs> I thought Heavy Rain did that. Oh, look, Detroit Become Human did that. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Every am, am I detecting 20- some um, Fifty Shades of Grey undertone here? Unlike destroying David Cage. Do we, do we, do we want to take a whip and a cane and make, <laughs> oh. it, make it a party? That's kind of that's kind of uh, spicy. Hmm. Like, I don't I, I don't like the idea uh, that you would think about David Cage in a in a BDSM context. No, I wasn't, I wasn't going there. <laughs> um, you, know, you suggested the whip. I'm just saying that like David oh. Cage deserves <laughs> to be just left in a hole with his own content to think about and nothing else. Uh, that man really it's like it's like putting a child in the corner to get him to think about what he's done he needs to be put in a hole and left there until he's learned his mistakes so kind of like a silence of the lambs thing yeah it, what, what's that one with wild bill it, it eats the food it, it, or whatever and it get where well, he's got the woman down the hole in the pit in silence of the lambs oh yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about yeah you, you want to do that with David Cage, do you? Uh, I think I think that's that's what David Cage needs. He just needs to be sat in the corner and told to think about what he's done. That's it. Um, he puts the lotion on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. Ah, uh, no, it it it's forced to make good content. It it, it, it doesn't it make thinks... good content. We just leave it. We just cut it out of the industry. Goodbye, David Cage. No more fancy <laughs> studio for you. He has no no no. I have personal qualms with everything that david cage stands for i am so passionate about my hate it is visceral i i, I hadn't noticed yeah me neither. <laughs> it was, it, it's totally like i hide it really well guys once um oh my god okay so you know how he makes 
do you, do you know how he like films and, and creates all the stuff for his games? Um, I might Vaguely. Go and have a look at what he's he's done. So he uses um, motion capture, so he gets oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he gets real actors in, and they have to like dress up, and they have like all these dots on their face, and they have to get everything calibrated, and then they just perform in these. It's I think it's called a cube, the cube, um, and all the cameras capture everything, and then they build the models. Um, and then the models are essentially exact replicas of the actors performing. Um, mm-hmm. But as a director, like if you listen to like interviews that David Cage's like actors have given about David Cage, a lot of it's just like, yeah, so David Cage gave us no direction, but would just constantly say more, 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 which, uh, look, I wouldn't call myself much of an actor, but if you as a director can only say more without being like kind to your actors as into what they need or what you want from them, you're a shit director. Uh-huh. Like, but you see, you're missing the whole avant-garde French flavor, <sighs> where it's not we we do not direct you to do specific. We direct <laughs> you to just do, and we follow <laughs> <What>? you. <laughs> like you're what? French. But you, we, we want to capture you in your raw essence. Oh, <laughs> I, I hate there, everything there you're saying right now because no, David so Cage. many French moves movies that. That's exactly what happens. I, it seems like it follows through certain things and then it just ends and you're like, what the hell did I just watch? <laughs> like, where, 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 what happened? The movie just finished and there's, not, there's nothing there. What's going on? I think, like, I think what you're talking about is art house films and like, I think art house films definitely <laughs> um, have a place in the industry. Like, They're definitely a, a valid form of expression. But it's also like, I just have a real hate for everything that David Cage has put together, you know? Like, he's such an autocratic director, but he's also an incredibly bad director. Like, he doesn't know what he wants, but if you don't give him exactly what he wants, fuck you. Like, it's your personal (laughs) fault as an actor that, that the shot is fucked up. It's not the director's fault, even though, like... I know what we need to do with him then. (laughs) <laughs> what? We'll we'll make him a director for um Gene Reno and Gerard Depardieu. Gerard Depardieu. We'll 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 see how he goes with saying to them, "Give me more." <laughs> but oh, uh, he, but here's an interesting. But now that you guys mentioned about uh, in terms of art house and stuff, do you reckon these last few years with t- in terms of games, they've been turning more into art forms rather than the actual gaming experience like you look at god of war 3 for example like when you look at the cutscenes, it's just good storytelling it's just like the storytelling and the artwork and i haven't actually played god, god of war? war 3 yet so i can't really comment in terms of uh, like, i'm just saying tali in terms of like ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How gaming has evolved into like an art form, basically. Oh yeah, no, gaming is definitely 
the the art form. Uh, it is an art form, um, but uh, I don't think David Cage I'm is just, the way we we do that. I'm just yeah. looking at some images for Beyond Two Souls, and is it a game or a porno? <laughs> oh, oh, I, 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 yeah, be. Beyond Two Souls. You know, that's... didn't you know David Cage got to work with Ellen Page? He's such an ally to the fucking queer community. I can't believe this. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm looking at a scenes here. Like it's just there's there's all sorts of weird stuff. Like there's people having sex on a pool table and kissing. Like they, they, um, one of my other favorite actors, William Defoe, um, kissing some. I, I can't say who she is, but yeah. With all the little dots on them, and your favorite person in the background, trying to look all serious and important. It doesn't. It doesn't work. I'm sorry. He's a terrible. He's a terrible everything. I just. Oh. He was given opportunities that other artists deserve, and he keeps fucking it up. I'm very rarely this passionate about things, but just David Cage can. He needs to sit in the corner and think about what he's done. <laughs> I, I think David Page to the corner. You're in trouble. <laughs> we can move on now. I'm just gonna sit in my corner and stew. <laughs> no, no, no! Please, please. Oh, is, yeah. is is there anyone involved in Resident Evil you want to get angry at? I don't know enough about Resident Evil to to get angry. I feel like it's just such a small niche thing, and all of all of my horror content. Um, I've only ever watched. I've never played uh, horror, um, so I can't really, really comment okay. on that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's looking interesting. So. Yeah. We might have to see if we can get a hold of a copy of that to play at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, since since we've um, just eviscerated David Cage. <laughs> oh, David Cage. No, actually, we're not. Sorry, we're not. You deserve every single word. I, 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 I <laughs> I wasn't saying sorry. As I said, since we just eviscerated him, uh, maybe we should move along. Um, so what, what game have you been playing, Talia? I have been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. And how have you been finding it? Uh, I've been finding it on my PlayStation. Um, <laughs> that was such a bad joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, That's okay. We like corny jokes around here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I... I'm only I I go through games very very slowly, so I can't really say an awful lot about it so far. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I kind of I think it's a little annoying that it takes so long to travel everywhere, but I think that's also part of the game. Like that's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Like um, I, to to compare to one of my favorite games of all time. Like if you compare traveling in the witcher where like you have roach you can call roach easily and you can just fast travel Mm -hmm. wherever um you know at like the drop of a hat like that that shows kind of a mastery of your environment like you've been here you know where you're going like the world is something that you can easily traverse because you have a power over it where i think in horizon aloy is like she was born an outcast she has an understanding of the wild but the world is still harsh and it's still um it's still working against you so in that respect like it's it's nice world building but it's just so tedious and annoying sometimes um 
I, all around, like I do recommend it. I think it's a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know. What what more do I need to say on it? I think no. it's a good time and you should play it. Okay, yeah. that's, that's cool. That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So you got the DLC as well? Um, but again, I'm just, for anyone uh, out there in podcast listening land who has uh, played Horizon, um, I've just gotten outside the embrace. Um, so I'm like not that far into it at all. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I've just passed the proving. They've just made me a seeker. I found out that my mother is actually a door. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, I'd rather be a door than a window. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the implication you just made that you're my mother. (laughs) Well, you know, haven't you seen Star Wars? Sorry? Oh. Don't worry. <laughs> I should probably just stop now while, while I'm still alive. <laughs> no, 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 come back to this. Oh. Well, I, was just re- I was just referring to the Darth Vader scene of Luke, I am your father. Uh oh. She's running oh, no. away from you. Oh no. no. Oh okay. no. Oh no. Quickly, I, I genuinely thought I'd miss something. Like you were about to be like, oh yeah, and there's this hidden Star Wars scene where. Um, someone turns around and is like, hey, Darth, I know who your mother is and it's not the mother who raised you. And then there's like this weird kind of like how I met your mother plot line. <laughs> um, well, there's, there is talk that apparently, um, uh, I forget her name now. What's the, Ray? is it? Yeah, Ray. yeah. She's actually Luke's daughter. Someone was trying to say at one point. So... I haven't heard any confirmation of that, but yeah. Mm. But and then in the la- latest movie, that they, they were saying that she was just created by the Force. Oh, what? Well, that was... Um, and that was what happened with Anakin, Anakin was, right? An- Anakin was an immaculate conception. Yeah, uh, because they tried to do the Jesus thing. Yes. That's yeah. the reason I said the immaculate conception, so yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't like the I don't like the fact that Lucasfilms went, Hey, have you considered the villain? We put Jesus symbolism there. Like every time someone attempts Jesus symbolism, it goes badly. Like, does everyone remember Man of Steel? Of course we remember Man of Steel. It was bad. <laughs> Especially with the Jesus motif, yes. Oh it was just it was a lot. It was just a lot. Um Moving along now. Um, what game are you playing at the moment? Myself? I've yeah. been just tinkering away at Skyrim. I got myself to level 81 and just running around, completing all the different missions. Um, I joined the Stormcloaks and I'm just running around beating up everyone who's Imperial. Valid. So, yeah, it, Skyrim's one of those games that you can spend weeks and weeks and months playing. So It's just so addictive to you, isn't it, Buck? I wouldn't say addictive. It's just fun. So yeah, I'm I'm running around with uh, what is it? I got dragon scale armor. That when dragons try to take a bite out of me, it's not instant death. It's not even it's not even twenty five percent of my health disappearing when I get a get a bite. So yeah, I'm loving it. I'm taking down dragons two at a time currently at the moment. By the way, don't know how that happened. It's never happened to me before that I've had two two dragons. Attacking me at once as I'm running around the place, but yeah, I'm loving, loving all the bits and pieces. I gotta find the Ebony Warrior next. I think that's my next goal. <laughs> nice, nice. So, what what game have you been playing, DJ? 
uh, I'm I'm just playing um Justice Two. Wait, I'm hyping myself up for Mortal Kombat Eleven that comes out soon. Oh yeah, it's, it does. You, you oh. need to hype yourself up for that. Oh, dude, it's such it it's it's NetherRealm Studios. Oh yeah, although it's, it's a legendary game series. Like, why do you need to hype yourself up? Like, that's that's well, that's despite it. the well, despite the the successes of Mortal Kombat Eleven and Mortal Kombat X and Injustice Two, there were a couple of uh, nasty. There were a couple of nasty surprises in that game. For example, the microtransactions. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Boy, that was a horrible, horrible. That's a hor- It's a horrible thing in I that know, game. Yeah, so. Making the injustice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, it could uh, be worse. It could be. Could have been Bethesda, and then you, you go into a fight, and you're the only person there. <laughs> yeah, and get a shoddy and get a shoddy collector's edition. Yeah, <laughs> thank uh, God which, I didn't. Which your bag may or may not be there. <laughs> That's the surprise. Hey, uh, actually, we'll find out the answer. Oh, and the compensation would be fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, but man, as I said to you, like with that fifty bucks, you could buy two good quality duffel bags <laughs> made out of proper canvas material. Rather, than I don't know where you're buying your canvas bags from, but uh, um, there's a there's a disposal store. I actually went and searched. We we discussed this because the DJ was having a rant about the lack of quality and how it was such a cheap bag when he got his special edition. So I, oh, no, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't order the special edition myself. I I ordered like oh, okay. I didn't order the special edition. I ordered like the tricentennial edition, which was basically you get the disc, which wasn't a disc. I don't know why they had why they did that. Um, and they also gave it wasn't a disc. Hmm? What? How do you play it? It was just on. You just download the game online. Ah, oh, okay. That was so one of those boys. PC, not yeah. PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, and there was um, what else was there? It was also there was just like a lot, lot of DLC stuff. But yeah, I, w- I was unlucky not to. I was unlucky to get the um, I was un- I wasn't lucky to pre-order the uh, Power Armor edition. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, because I remember when you were saying about the, the the fact that they got such shoddy plastic bags and everyone was complaining. I actually went and found somewhere in Brisbane where you can buy some good quality duffel bags for twenty five dollars each. Uh, can can you just tell me where in Brisbane, please? <laughs> She's inter- I think we made her interested. Okay. You wouldn't mind just telling me where. I could go shopping for it again for you. Please. I would very much like the link. I think it was one of the disposal stores. I think it's uh, might have been the one up near um, Inaugura. Okay. But yeah, with um, but yeah, with Injustice 3, it's, the other annoying thing about the whole game was the grind... And how many variations of costumes there are? Even though it's the same costume, it'll be different names to it, which which really yeah. bugged me a bit. But yeah, I will say Injustice Two, it's a good superhero game, and NetherRealm Studios have done a really good job at it. But they really need to cut that, cut out the whole microtransactions, and yeah, if they took out that element, then I think it would it would have been a good game to play with. Yeah, like as always, take the microtransactions out, and you've got a decent game. Yeah. How big a duffel bag did you want? Oh, look. (laughs) Is it as big as to store David Cage's body in it? Uh, Actually, that's exactly... Oh, gosh, no, we're recording this. No, I've never wanted to... I've never wanted a duffel bag big enough to store David Cage's body in it. No, absolutely not. Uh, (laughs) You can't track me on this one. Um, This this cannot be used against me in a court of law. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no, um, I can... 
because I know Anaconda's got a few. They've got one that's a 33 litre for $25. Um, looks like it's, I'm not sure if it's plastic or canvas. You've heard that story, right, Talia? The uh, whole um, Fallout 76 debacle? Oh, I was there. I was, I was part of that war. It's fine. You, you, you were one of the people wandering around alone going, where is everybody? I, I suffered alongside the people who did that. Like, I've I've played very little of Fallout 4, so I wasn't going to, like, throw $130 on uh, Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. But I had, a, I had friends who were playing it, and I just remember the absolute sheer anger that kind of came off them in waves. And I was like, you know what? I... I feel this like firsthand. You are so viscerally mad and upset that I feel this in my soul. Fair enough. Uh, it was, yeah, we can go on and on about, yeah. Oh, we <laughs> could, we probably shouldn't, but we could. Yeah. Hey, there's a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good bag. $35 to $50. It's a gorgeous duffel bag. Oh. Can confirm. That's actually from Anaconda. That's 35 to $50. There you go, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I should probably get back to what I'm supposed to be doing here, and, which is part of the show. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm on We'd just like to do a couple of shout-outs, guys. This is the sad bit of the show, so if everyone would like to just take a, take a moment to go get a hot chocolate, uh, curl up with a nice blanket and prepare yourself for the sadness that's about to settle yeah, in get, as get we your, do some shout-outs. Would you like a hot beverage? <laughs> do you like a hot chocolatey milk? Um, on the 6th of January, 2019, Star Trek and Doctor Who actor William Morgan Shepard passed away. He played multiple roles in Star Trek, and yeah, he, he was an iconic actor, but was very much a lover of sci-fi. What was he most well-known for? already robbed us. Sorry, what was that? What was he most well-known for? Um, he... Uh, I'm just trying to find these. Um, he was in da- uh, the Daleks Return for a Doctor Who. So okay. um, he was in, he played R- Rura Penth, commandant in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. He was also the chief Vulcan Science Council minister in 2009's Star Trek Data's girlfriend, or grandfather, Data's grandfather, sorry, in um, Ira Graves in the Next Generation episode, Schizoid Man. And as Katai in Star Trek Voyager episode Bliss. So he's one of those regular actors that he, like, you just change him with the makeup to sitting there. Um, also, his son is, um, oh, that one, Mark Shepard. His son is Mark Shepard. He was in season six of Doctor Who in an episode titled The Impossible Astronaut. In it, he played an older version of the character Canton Everett Delaware III, while his son, Mark, played the younger version. So you had father and son in the one episode. That's a good episode, can confirm. And also, if I want to add in, he was also in um, Michael Bay's Transformers as Captain Witwicky. He was also in The the Prestige. Yep, um, he's... Been in Broadway productions of Marat Sade and Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, he's he was a talented actor. Um, he did a lot. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, he was in the Atlantis um, sequel. Yep. Yeah. He was also in Max Headroom back in the day. Uh. So 
they're one of those outstanding gentlemen who's left us far too soon. So my apologies. 2019, you've kicked us in the teeth and stomped in our tenders. Yeah. Um, and he died at the age of 86. So there you go. He, he, still, too, still a young man. He should have still, still had many years to go. Um, 8th of January, 1642, Italian astronomer Galileo Galilei passed away, um, famous for being excommunicated for saying the sun didn't revolve around the earth and the earth was round. And being also an excellent Beckett play written about him. Yes. Although Not Beckett, Brack, sorry. Saucy. Oh, I was going to say, Beckett, Beckett, if he wrote about it, would have been very saucy. <laughs> Beckett, I don't think, would have been saucy. I don't think that's quite in Beckett's in Beckett's line of work. Brecht, on the other hand, is quite poetic in what he does, and I think it's a well-written play. So if anyone's got uh, their hands on a copy of it, they should read it. How do you spell the bracket? As in... Brecht. Uh, uh, it's... Um, B-R-E-C-H-T. Uh, C-H-T. Oh, yeah, Life of by Brecht, yep. Both. Okay, cool. Yeah. An amazing man who argued science for science things. and got ridiculed and excommunicated, but yeah. still kept doing his work anyway. All good scientists um, are excommunicated. All the good ones. Yeah. Which means I must be doing something wrong because I've been excommunicated yet. You'll get there, <laughs> my dude. You'll get there. <laughs> 8th of January 2007, Yvonne DiCarlo passes, has passed away. Um, she was an amazing individual. She was the wife of Moses in the, the movie, The Ten Commandments, opposite Charlton Heston, and yet she still managed to look amazing and steal the limelight from him, which he probably didn't like. She was also um, Mrs. Munster. I can't remember the first name in the char- for her character in that. Lily. Lily. L- Lily, that's it. Yeah, so much fun. He um, did some Broadway plays. She did a Stephen Sondheim. Huh. yeah. Um, I remember seeing an interview with her, and she had a like she had so much presence and charisma. I can't remember who it was that was interviewing her. Um, I think it was like Johnny Carson or someone like that. And yeah, they just whoever it was that was interviewing her kind of just disappeared in the background and was almost not noticed because she was so much fun. Tenth um, of January two thousand and sixteen, the sad passing of David Bowie. Dead set. Yeah, that one's quite. Quite recent. Yes. Yeah. Um, amazingly sad. Such a genuine legend as well. But on the 8th of January, 1947, he was born. So oh. two days after his birthday. David Bowie, English singer, songwriter, actor. Um, yeah, amazing individual, for especially yeah. for Ziggy Stardust stuff. And, um, uh, like, um, Blackstar is... I mean, like, he knew he was dying, but for the rest of the world, it was quite a prophetic album. Like, Lazarus is an excellent track, and for it to come out while he was in hospital, like, it was just his way of saying goodbye. It was beautiful. It was the same case with um, Freddie Mercury as well, when it was, Freddie was dying, and my God, his, I think his last album, oh, that was a haunting, haunting album. It was yeah. Freddie's last album. Um... Is it part of Queen or was it a solo one? I think no, it was. I think it was. Hang on a second. If my yeah, it was a solo. I think it was solo. Yeah. Huh. But hang on a second. I can. Oh, it could be Queen, but I 
was Barcelona. Innuendo was the last album that Freddie sang with Queen. Innuendo is uh, mm-hmm. also a good album, can confirm. Yeah. Made in Heaven. I think that was the last one. Yeah, the made, uh, that was the album with Queen. Yeah, that was the last album with Queen. And that there was, was a, 1995, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was one song in particular where he sings and then halfway down the track, halfway in the track, um, it's someone else. I think it was someone else's voice or Brian May singing. And it just, yeah, it was very scary. <laughs> Oof, yeah. So, Oof. Yeah, start to send shivers down your spine. With yeah. Amazing people like that. Um. Another amazing birthday, though, getting back onto the positive side of things. Um, 4th of January, 1643, Sir Isaac Newton. If I have to introduce who he is to you, I'm quite sad. Um, English mathematician, physicist, astronomer, theologian, and author. Um, Considered to be one of the most influential scientists of all time. Um, Formulated the laws of motion, etc., um yeah apparently also aspergic or autistic yeah um yeah, happy birthday to him he was an amazing man who thought outside the box um uh, 5th of january 1941 one of my most favorite people well, strangely enough i put him up there alongside sir isaac newton um Hayao miyazaki japanese animator dead set legend <laughs> such um, an amazing concept as studio ghibli who gave us movies such as castle in the sky my neighbor totoro kiki's delivery service princess monaco um, just your mama k no sorry princess mononoko mononoke i've um mononoko. He's, I, I always mispronounce that it's i love the movie but i i know i'm yeah how's well, moving I've... castle how's moving castle nausicaa valley of the wind was the first movie uh, that Studio Ghibli released, and technically, it's not released under the name of Studio Ghibli. Mm. It was released um, before the studio formed. Little piece of trivia for you: um, there are some people who have actually made a glider, like out of Valley of the Wind, ah. and it actually works. They've they've done t- test flights. I think I posted it on Facebook, so let's double check that. But yeah, um, an amazing individual he's brought so much joy into the world um event of interest we've got 8th of january 1889 herman hollerith is issued the u.s patent 395,791 for the art of applying statistics his punch card calculator which was part of the birth of computers as we have them today so thank you 10th of january 1927 Fritz Lang's futuristic film Metropolis had its world premiere at the Palast am Zoo in Berlin on the 10th of January 1927. It's one of those films I've, I've watched a few times. I love it and hate it at the same time because it's just one of those ones. It's, it's just, yeah, it was a silent movie that has so much going on. It was more the, the remake I didn't like the music from. Mm. Have you guys seen it? Uh, I don't think I've seen it, nah. But judging by you, judging by what you've said, Buck, I, yeah, silent movies are confusing to me. I mean, okay. my last memory of silent movies would be the Charlie Chaplin ones. Okay, this is this is beyond Charlie Chaplin. This is steampunk science fiction. Okay. Um, have you seen it, Talia? No, I haven't. 
and I I love all all things kind of art house. Um, but I can never get my hands on old movies. So if someone just wants to send me old movies, that'd be great. Don't don't tempt me. <laughs> if, you just, if you can just send me old movies from the twenties, like I'm talking, like I saw um, like the original Citizen Kane. And oh my gosh, changed my life. If anyone just wants to send me old movies. So so let me guess, Talia, you had a dream of Rosebud, didn't you? I didn't, but um I I just kind of I just love everything that is old movies. I'm sorry, they've they've got more like they care for their art a lot more. Okay, there's a link to Metropolis. Okay. Oh my gosh. As it shows on YouTube as it shows on YouTube. <laughs> on youtube guys it's on youtube there's actually a few different versions of it there too by the way oh spicy this is with a rescore by the new pollutants so i don't know how the music will sound in that one but yeah like that came out i think it was there was a re-release of it in 87 or 88 where it had been colored yeah. and with new music and all that and it was kind of strange i blame my brother for bringing that home <laughs> actually i think that was the one that was rescored by the new pollutants so yeah yeah the re- there are so many restorations to it there's the 19 19- there's the east german version which is the 1972 version then mm. there's the giorgio mort uh Mordeo, well morda um presents metropolis mm-hmm. and there's the munich archive edition then there's the restored authorized edition then there's the 2010 complete metropolis edition so you're saying there's lots of editions oh yeah and there's also, I think, and also, here's an interesting bit for you. There is, there is even a 2001 animated movie and a yeah. musical. Um, oh. Did you know Radio Gaga actually gave a nod to Metropolis as part of the film clip? Ah, nice. Freddie likes his art house movies too. Mm. Like the, the music is, is pretty cool. It's just some parts of it will just, it just gets a bit strange. But yeah. yeah, it's one of those movies that's you, you've got to watch if you get the chance. Actually, Owl City did Metropolis. Oh, it's a song. Okay, sorry. Um, where were we? Uh, we in were Paris, the so spacecraft. Many... <laughs> yes. Um, twelfth of January two thousand and five. Deep impacts. NASA NASA space probe designed to study the interior composition of the comet Temple One. By releasing an impactor into the comet, launches from Cape Canaveral on a Delta II rocket. Lucky it wasn't Delta Airways because it probably wouldn't have left the ground. <laughs> I think that was about the time when they went bankrupt. <laughs> um, I think that's everything. I haven't missed anything, have I? No. No, no. You're good. Any other shout-outs, ladies and gentlemen? I'd like to do a personal shout-out to... Um my bed because i've been catching up on sleep lately and oh my gosh i've just like remembering what having a working functioning sleep schedule is is like has like changed my life just i just wanted to put that out there thank you everyone continue about that day now (laughs) she's been getting sleep so she's happier and she was still so Annoyed by David Cage. Still annoyed. Look, I'll always be annoyed. Imagine, imagine how bad it would have been without sleep, David. Oh gosh, you, oh. Would, have, you would have actually gotten like a, a twenty-page essay on why I hate David <laughs> Cage. So be beware, David. Do not come to Australia anytime soon. 
You may not leave. <laughs> we have many insects and animals that try to kill you. They may look cute, but they're still going to try and kill you. So you have me, and I'll be hiding, like, in, in your <laughs> cupboard. Like, I'll find exactly where you're staying, and I'll just be holding, like, a pitchfork. And then in the middle of the night, I'll come out dressed like the devil, and I'll give you this prophetic, like, vision. There'll be, like, a smoke machine, and it will just consist of me standing there with my, with my um, uh, whatever, the, the trident, and just going, my pitchfork, and just going you need to quit video games and then like putting the pitchfork at the foot of the bed and then leaving and you'll be so scared that you'll have to quit video games forever so just be warned just be warned about that david cage please and thank you for, for I some just, uh, I can for, see david cage going give me more <laughs> <laughs> uh, i i can imagine uh, david cage going that's a good impression of the ghost of christmas future Give me more! <laughs> Give me more! <laughs> more what, David Cage? <laughs> he wants you to stab him, and not in a nice way. <laughs> so, yes. Um, oh, on, that's on the that end of it note, all. everyone. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, if, if that's all, everything. Um, you haven't got any extra shout-outs, DJ? Nah, no, nothing. Well, awesome. Oh, well, um... I guess that's the end of the show. So stay safe, take care of each other, and stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Get some sleep. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You you can uh, find us on Twitter at nandamalgamated. Email us at nerds.amalgamated at gmail.com. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. We have merchandise. Oh, yes. Some sexy and cool merchandise. Yes. And you can also listen to Talia's own podcast, which is what's yours, Talia? Uh, I am I am at General Queries. You can find me uh, on I think we're on Facebook and on Instagram uh, as just General Queries. Um, that's Queries with two E's because we talk about queer stuff. Surprisingly, um, really? yeah. And if you want to find me. What you need to do is go out into an open field, turn around three times, and then whisper uh, the first couple of lines to Helen You by Devil the Amigo to the Moon, and I'll just appear in the cornfield to your left. <laughs> there may not have been a cornfield there to start with, but there will be one then. <laughs> All righty. So uh, th- thanks for host. Thanks for being. Um... It's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us on our madcap romp through oh, thank you for having all me. the insanities. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hooray for me. See you guys. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com